Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Here's Johnny. Can I help you? Yes, my name is Bond. James Bond. Make your lives extraordinary. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk you. Welcome to I Watch More Movies Than You. And please take that as a challenge. What else on earth can you spend 10 bucks and then leave the planet for two hours? Only movies. Come join us as we experience, explore, and journey through the greatest art form in history. And here we go. Ladies and germs, welcome back to I Watch More Movies Than You. You got Ken. You got Rob. And we are back, baby. Have you missed us? They probably haven't. They have. Oh. A lot. That one German guy. But he, he, has. he Yes, Ergol grew. And <laughs> look, Oscar season is here. And uh, at some point we'll fill in what's happened. But for now, it's movies. Yeah. Um, we're both. Wait, fill in what's happened with our lives? Why right. there's yeah. been a hiatus. Yeah. Uh, I said I was going to last episode and just forgot. <laughs> um, we are going to cover for you guys in spoiler-free reviews: The Holdovers, Saltburn, Ready to Get Bathtub. That's what I've been saying. It <laughs> May December. Didn't know that was a, a saying. By the way, I didn't know until after a while. My wife the movie. told me I had to look it up. Really? Yeah. yeah. My wife goes May December. She goes, and I was like, Oh, that makes so much sense. Oh yeah. And Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. Minus one. Yeah. Why, real quick, and we'll talk, what's the minus one? Do you know, or do you want to wait till we get there? Uh, I, I do know. You, you do? talk about it now, or do you want to wait? Let's wait. Okay. Tease. Yeah. Tease. Yeah. Hang around. Yeah, I'll tell you what, why it's called that. If you missed us, show us in a five, I don't care if you've already left one, show us in a five-star review that is a warm mm-hmm. hug yeah. and a nice little comment down there. That's a little review. What's your favorite movie, and what do you think is going to take down 2024 mm-hmm. Oscar Best Picture? Let us know what you want us to talk about, too. Yeah. If there's something that we haven't talked about. Because I've had people say, like, oh, you should do this. Well, well, let's we ha- hear it. We have. Let's hear it. So, we, like, oh, yeah. so tell us uh, tell us what you want to hear. Well, see. people aren't real fans if we've already done it. And they don't right. Know. Well, it was, a, it was a new listener. Mm, it was a new listener. Really? Yeah. So. Okay. Welcome, new listener. Yeah. Um, welcome to the morgue. This is where good movies come to die. <laughs> We dissect them until there's nothing left. So, it is Oscar season. Voting went live today. If you're listening to this on January 11th. Um, And I'm excited. I think 2023 was a bomb year for movies. Yeah, it was. Genuinely. It was. Top to bottom. Like... There's some big even, hitters. Even the movies that didn't do well are good or to remembered. They're talked about. Yeah. You know, like it, it's an like it, like looking back, it'll be an iconic year for me. I think so, genuinely. Yeah. I think twenty nineteen was the last one we had like that. And I yeah, off the top well, of my head I, there's a picture on Twitter. Yeah. Um I really do think that movies didn't really come back until like last year. 2022. Interesting. 2023 from pandemic. Oh, you know, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Really just. You could argue box office wise, they might not till 2025. Sheer money. Sure, yeah. But you're right. You have a couple outliers like. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer and uh, um, what's the uh, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's some stuff that. Uh, a lot of things performed. this year that were, were 
uh, should have done well as far as just the blockbuster size of it didn't. Like, Indiana Jones didn't do well. The Flash didn't do well. Isn't that crazy? That was this this movie yeah, year? Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like an eternity ago. Yeah. And uh, a few other things. That year. Scream. Is that not and I don't remember if Scream did well. Talk to me. It must have done okay. It's okay. Yeah. Talk uh, to me over perform because it's stuff that didn't have a Guardians big budget. Guardians three. can you believe Guardians three was this? It does not feel the like Little Mermaid. Well, not technically this year, but this past movie. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, one, the season we're talking about in the Oscars. Correct. Like, um, but like again, like in these these movies squeaked in there at the end of the year. Um, holdovers, yeah. Saltburn. May, December, and Godzilla, like, are, I mean, all four of those came out, like, in the last two months. Yeah. Like, talk about, you know what yeah. I mean, kind of getting in yeah. there in the nick of time. Crazy. Um, but we love the Oscars. This is our Super Bowl, and I like the Super Bowl, but, like, this is, for the cinephile, award season is so much fun. We yeah. have the Golden Globes already. Yes, we do. Um, we should, we could potentially do a soda on that, but... Mm-hmm. The Oscars. That's the big point. We'll definitely do an episode on the Oscars. We did last year. It we actually did. performed really well. Yeah. Yeah. It was we'll a good do it episode. this year. We'll try to, maybe we should try to watch it together. That you. would be yeah, really cool. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, and we'll cover all the movies so you know your best pictures and whatnot. We'll go as deep as we can. But this is four of them that will absolutely be in different categories. Yeah. Um, potentially snub uh, here or there too. Um, particularly, yeah. people are talking about that with May, December. Mm, as, as far as being snubbed mm-hmm. yeah i can see that in the way that it portrayed uh the film industry and actors too yeah uh, into the personal lives it was interesting i've heard some some yeah, thoughts that, is, that that might not go well interesting academy. Yeah. i kind of like that though because most of the time i mean if you have movies that are kind of like they they uh kiss up to hollywood and the right. industry um those usually do pretty well. I know. Yeah, this is the well. opposite. Whether, whether it's deserved or not. Because, mm-hmm. for example, Birdman, 2015. Um, Blind spot for me. You should watch it. It's great. Michael Keaton, um, Emma Stone, uh, Amy Ryan. Well, we need to watch poor people, things. People know from The Office. Oh, yeah. Um, Edward Norton. Darn. Um, and uh, Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Great, great movie. It won Best Picture that year. Um, but it's definitely a, uh, thespian movie. Okay. It's definitely about, it's, it's about actors. It's about the stage. It's about. Yeah, if done properly, it's fun. But it's really great. Yeah. It's really that, that great. That could be fun. It just, this went the other way. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Yeah. This, this, yeah. But, so, we did miss Chris. It's, it's kind of funny, because, like, I had the birth of my daughter, right? And mm-hmm. she's been sick. We've had a, a You've lot. You've had your we, fair you know, share. We, we both started new jobs at almost the exact same time. Yep. Completely changing uh, of industries. And for both of us. For both we of us. We went in two different directions. I moved. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then your daughter was born. Yeah. And there's been a lot of just exhausted nights. and So we missed, and we'll get more into it for those you know, later at some yeah. point that might care, but... We missed our two favorite seasons, Halloween we sure and Christmas. Did. We sure did. We we had had such grand plans to do big Halloween episodes. Uh, my wife and I watched a ton of movies that I, I, I anticipated us covering, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, you know, not lost because we had a good time. We watched all the uh, Friday the 13th movies because nice. um, I'd never seen all That's of them. That's your favorite? The final chapter? That doll I'm pointing at? Uh, Solid. Do you, do you know what my... 
favorite was in like an ironic sense was Freddy versus Jason. That, Dude, that no, hundred percent. That is, it is silly. That movie glory. is silly. Uh, there's a comedian that does a joke about that. Really? About how? Um, because he ma- Freddie makes a, a kind of a racist joke. Yeah. In the movie, and he said like everybody he saw it with just went oh, and he's like you're oh suddenly. Suddenly, you're against the child murderer. Yeah, and worse. Like, and you thought, yeah, hey, yeah, and exactly, and, and worse. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, we got him. We got we got Freddy. We got Freddy. Oh Don't wow! Fall asleep. Wow, he's in here right now. It's crazy. That is but funny. Yeah. That's a fun. Joke but yeah, we miss we miss that and Christmas, which is two favorite seasons for us, and especially when it comes to movies. No, um, but we're gonna. You know what? We'll do something fun and bring that back. Yeah. I got some ideas. Okay. Yeah, we'll have obviously no Christmas in July. We'll probably do like Halloween in February. Oh, that's in something. Yeah, let's you know do, yeah, I mean? that'd be not, fun. Dude? Why not? Yeah, it's a free country. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad that you tell me your plans for the podcast. I came at the up same with that time that you tell the people. Ago. Sorry, people. I came up with that five, five seconds I like how you're like ago. I've got plans. And you're like you just thought. Of I it. just thought. I've of got it. plans too, and well, I'm thinking of right now. We were talking about it. I remember how much we were looking forward to. I was like, hold on. Why don't we just do it? Let's just do it. Yeah, no one listens. Still winter too. So it's fine. Still winter. Right. It's still winter. What does that have to do with Halloween? Cold. Okay. It's nice. Well, cold, Halloween used to be cold here. It, yeah, it used to be. No, no. It was kind of cold this year. This was year, it? well, for us it was. Okay. Yeah. I'm. It's just not. Cold I'm. I've, I've moved just far enough away that I think there can be a slight. Okay. Are you higher elevation difference. now? I have no idea, Ken. We'll find out. Somebody find out. Somebody hey, find out where AI. I live. Um, I'm not telling you. You no. have to figure it out. We are, by the way, if you're listening to this, you are in the revolution against AI and film and art. It's our last yeah. hope of humanity. Yeah. Hold on. We are flesh, blood, and wiener. Hold on and fight with <laughs> us. We want human writers, human content creators. I do want people human directors. Who, who tries to use it for maybe comic art or writing purposes or anything like that. If you're trying to use it and make a buck off of it, I'm telling you that the people who already exist in those industries it's like writing during the writer's strike like you just don't do it yep you're not you're gonna get blacklisted from from actual creators like people that you will you will not have your spec you will not have any friends in the industry and if you're if you want in that industry you want to have friends that's just how it is there's no loner there's no loners in that industry um but just to get that out of the way so look the holdovers oh right the holdovers the oscars it's a spec the oscars still for me are special they are uh, most fam- do you do you like it because of the awards and the the accolades to these smaller projects, or do you like it when Will Smith slaps somebody in the face? Oh yeah, I hated that. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, oh, I, I hated it really too. Really hated that. Um, I hated it too. I like imagine it slapping when, somebody over Jada Pickett Smith. Was it? That's that's crazy. What's his name? Uh, Chris Rock, Godfather. Uh, um, the director? No, no, that's Capaldi. The yeah. uh, Cap- Always do that. No, it's Francis Coppola. Ford Coppola. Yeah. Uh, the actor that played the main guy. They had played to put the, the Godfather. He had to put the cotton balls in his mouth. Brando, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah, it was a neat moment with Marlon Brando. Remember when he wouldn't accept his Oscar and he brought up a Native American? Yes. When that try, like, there's, there's, there's a platform for interesting things like that. Where I remember that more, and I think that's. Neat do you know what happened to, that day? No. Okay. I'm going to burst some bubbles. So this is Oscar's episode, Oscar preview. Oscar we are going to cover preview. these movies. He's going to give us a little Oscar trivia real quick. Um, if, uh, if for whatever reason, if my mom is listening, turn this off, mom. Dick. Uh, my mom's a big John Wayne fan. Mm. And John Wayne tried to attack that Native American backstage. Why? 
Because he's a cowboy, I guess. Okay. So he's a method actor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. That's think... wrong. Lock me up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the Oscars. Maybe he had a couple of sarsaparillas. Yeah, maybe he did. That's interesting. So Marlon Brando, did that inspire him to take that stand then? Or was that just going to happen anyways? And uh, No, he, I think, I think John Wayne tried to attack the Native American after that. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she was there to take the... That's bad. To, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. bad. It, I it's laugh because uh, it's, uh, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Don't meet your heroes. Uh, They, well, yeah. I met a hero once and she turned out to be part of a sex cult. Mm. Well, hey, hey stop. let me stop you when you get to the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, raping, raping and branding is pretty bad, Ken. Okay, well, I said my part before he said the R word. <laughs> um, I agree that it's bad. Um, but it's going to be a lighter episode. Um, I mean, sorry, Native Americans and victims of sex cults. Um, Native Americans did really did get the shaft in this. There's no doubt about it. Oh, 100%. Um, speaking of, we will be watching and covering Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. All the best wishes to Gladstone. I hope yeah. she does her thing. I've oh, heard 100%. Her I need to watch the movie first because I, I go yeah. based on the art. But yeah. I've heard she's fantastic. Yeah, I've heard um, that And I like Scorsese getting his hands on that kind of Americana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that's just rich. And and he's done that before, and he's going to do it again. There's rumors of the next movie he's going to do. He's going back to Jesus. But I'm in nervous a, about Or that. organized religion. Um, yeah, I'm nervous about that. Yeah. He's apparently wanting to show it in a positive light. I hope so. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on there if he lives long enough. Um, <laughs> but we got him. We got Martin Scorsese. We know we're not covering any oh, so of his this, films. This pause is going to be six and a half, half hours long, then. So it's just, uh, let's see, um, 13 minutes in. We haven't discussed the movie. So All right, go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Uh, what are you watching again? I'm going to pull it up because I didn't do it I, I made a I made a fat stack of notes for this, and I left every single one So at that's home. just the quality you're getting here, folks. So just yeah. remember to smash that five-star <laughs> hitter. Uh, because we're the best, and but, so are you for listening. But maybe it's best to go off the cuff. I think the people listen. If you're get here, em, if em, you're Bobby. here, get them. If you're here for top-notch quality yeah, film keep analysis, going. keep searching. Baby. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Yeah, I know you're already at the bottom. We're just a couple us, of guys in a room with some with some uh, TV trays and a mattress. Hard as a rock. <laughs> so the holdovers. <laughs> Listen, people, people, people. <clears throat> hey, raise your hand if you like Christmas movies. I was about to say, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. 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 You're dumb if you don't think that. Right. You know, the director is, Alexander surpri- Payne. is surprised. He's Christmas. He's, <laughs> He's Jiminy a, Christmas. You know, people, people have been saying to him that this may be a Christmas rewatch for them, and he's like blown away by that. He doesn't, he's, really? like, he, he's confused by it. Maybe but it's, it's a heartwarming kind of movie. He's probably confused by it, because if you look at his filmography, so we're doing The Holdovers, ladies and gentlemen. Came out in November of last year. Alexander Payne is the director. Great head of hair for an old fella. Yeah. He did The Descendants, but he did Election, most uh-huh. famous. Yeah. Nebraska, Sideways. But he did a lot of movies. I did some research on him. A lot of movies where you can tell he doesn't really like the people. Mm-hmm. That he's covering top yeah. down kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in The Holdovers, he holds them all precious. 
They're dear to him. I, I, I wonder if maybe early on in the process this movie looked different, you know, because you think of the idea, then you write it down, then you revise it, then you film it, then you edit it, and then by the time we see it, it's a different movie probably. Probably. Than what he originally envisioned. So I wonder... He on the chopping floor, he has Black Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, we're not going to spoil this one, right? Or are we? No, we're going to do spoiler free for you guys, but it is what it is. Yeah. No, look, the integrity. Yes. We're gonna. We're not gonna give is you a major spoiler. spoiler. Yeah, I mean, this one not as much. Not this as one's much. this one of the movies we're covering today. This is the lightest and initial. In, like, I'll go and tell you right now. May I? Yeah. May I? Nah, I don't care. May I? Go for it. The holdovers. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is great. Can I tell you? There's a face Paul Giamatti makes in this, where I wanted to open his mouth <laughs> and shove in it. An Oscar. Oh, okay. Wow. All I really held my breath for a minute. Down. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a that wall-eyed bastard. Listen, <laughs> that's a line. From, that's a line yeah. from the movie. Um, Paul Giamatti is oftentimes. Sexy. I mean, he, he's always great, but oftentimes Looks he's just over. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. And in this movie, I kind of like forgot it was Paul Giamatti. No, like he's, he's really in it unbelievable he's really into his character he's unbelievable yeah, he's great. i think he could surprise at the oscars oh yeah 100%. this is an oscars picture let me pull this up yeah. and i think he because like okay just right off the bat the holdovers we also got a first timer that was literally at the high school in the area 17 year old kid i didn't realize that that does this uh that was what's his face the guy that played uh uh part mr uh mr tully oh um, yeah played angus tully is a uh, dominic sessa and he was literally just He's done this. some theater, I think. Maybe. This is his first movie. This is his first feature film, but he, I think... Born in I'm 2002. Pre- so he's 22. He's I'm, in second year in college. I'm pretty sure he's done a little bit of uh, stage That acting. makes me feel better because he was dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, he's done some stage acting. Um, that makes more sense because I know this is his, his first, first movie. movie. But that's from what I've... From what I understand, that's pretty. I mean, it's pretty different. It's Dude. a pretty different animal to do, go from stage to. I'm sure to film because it, from what I've heard from from actors who've done both, is that the stage is this the gives adult you instant industry? is gives you instant feedback, and you. <laughs> Sorry, that was my coke. Continue. Trig- that's instant trigger feedback. warning. You know. Yeah. Do you even listen to anything Dude, I said? Do you just wait? Yeah, Do you just wait for I'm me to stop talking when, so you when can I, launch I had the in? Garage open. I was standing there waiting on you with bated breath wow. because I haven't been more excited about an event oh. in the last con- con- concluding I, the birth of my daughter. Yeah. Well, about you were. I'm joking. I love you, Jimmy. Yeah. But um. I have been looking forward to this for a long time. Oh, dude, me too. So me too. No, I'm holding on to all. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm jumping in and out of it. Jumping in yeah, I'm zoning in. I'm zoning out. I'm drinking. Um, I, I'm, I like to keep a layer between me and reality. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, and it's not. It's That's not usually just how it's the wild character, other brother. people. That's what they call me in college. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me. Let me have, what, what, what do you think of when I tell you this? Mary had. A, Mary had a little lamb. What are you talking about? What about when I tell you that? Because Mary Lamb is the name of the character played by Davina Joy Randolph. <laughs> and she is incredible in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, this... First of all, this movie starts... The holdover starts with... They're singing Oh Little Town of Bethlehem, mm-hmm. right? The boys' choir. Yeah. And then you get these 
beautiful outside shots of New England mm-hmm. in this in the winter. Mm-hmm. The mill, the river running underneath the bridge, and you get the awesome Christmas. So for how he doesn't think this is going to be a Christmas movie is insane. Yeah. First of all, yeah. it starts off like a Christmas card. Yeah. yeah. It ends as a warm hug. Yeah. This movie, I love the holdovers. Uh, I think 20 or so, here's some of my notes, right, is um, there's an awesome quote, and he says it in Latin. So we get Paul Giamatti, the, basically, they're at this really, really prestigious school, mm-hmm. old school, older in our country, like 1770, yeah. maybe two years younger in our country, 1779 or something. And at this prep school, he's going to have to stay over with the holdovers, mm-hmm. right? People who are, kids, students aren't, who are not going home for Christmas break. Correct. Lovely premise. Lovely premise. You can do anything with that. Yeah. And it's Paul Giamatti, this real stickler. This guy that fails his students, it cares about the small things, like old school traditionals, he calls himself. Hardball. Very much. They don't like him. Teachers don't like him. Yeah. Um, He kind of gets screwed because the other guy said, Oh, my mom has lupus. So he was the teacher that was supposed to stay. And then he leaves and it was all a joke. So Paul gets stuck doing it. And then. In the first 15 minutes, he's talking to the, you know, the principal. The principal, immediately you see the integrity of Paul Giamatti's character because principal still gave him a hard time because Paul Giamatti failed a senator's son. Yeah. So you see who he is right off yeah. the bat. And I think that made him likable on a level you can trust him. So you immediately it gives, yeah, it, it gives you a guy, a guy that you know has, he may not be the most likable, but there's integrity there. Integrity, yeah. right. And he mentions that, he says that. Yeah. But um, he says in Latin, as he loves to quote, and the translation is not for ourselves alone are we born. Mm-hmm. And that's said in the first 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And I promise you that's a motif or a line of DNA that flows throughout this. Not for ourselves alone are we born. Um, and then 20 or so minutes in, so another five plus minutes pass, you get to see into the dorms. The whole other kids are kind of getting acquainted outside of them, right? Mm-hmm. They're standing by the truck. Uh, and they're livid because two dudes – Two lumberjack-looking fellas uh, are walking out of the, one of the school buildings. They have their Christmas tree, and they said, "You know, what did they go? What are you doing?" They go, "Oh, this is a whatever spruce. You know, this is still good. We do this every year." And they're taking it because they're going to resell it or whatever. And, and in that moment, I think there's something special. It shows there's something special about that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Even that little token mm-hmm. of that it's Christmas. Like these kids, there's you know high the scene before that and everything else care about yeah i think that's special and then but genuinely um i think paul stills the show the dynamic between him and mary though was utterly mesmerizing oh yeah um and then she there's a line when she's watching a game show it's all snowy the three of them are held up and they're just discussing and she says to paul's character she says you can't even dream a whole dream can you what a line! And yeah, I mean, it floored me. And what a line! Because that's that's the pullback of a character like that is that their feet are so firmly, their heels are so firmly in the tar that they can't get in the clouds. Yeah, and exactly right. I put, I in my heart, I really thought it was alluding to uh, the the stasis in his life. Yeah. Right? Oh, hundred percent. And like you just said, and there's something special about like. It foreshadowed um, that the young Mr. Tully, the kid in the background of that scene, is probably about to wreck all of that. Mm. Like a young person can. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're a dad. Or like me and my workforce, they're young. Yeah. My associates. Like they can bring a fresh air to a shift. 
mm-hmm. or to a perspective oh, yeah. that you forget. And you get all that in that one scene with her saying that. So the writing in this, like maybe screenplay Oscar, mm-hmm. maybe there's some, you know, some original screenplay nomination there. Um, and then, then, then there's the comedy. So yeah. it's a very funny movie. Very funny. Oh, movie. yeah. Um, but he says, a la lacta es, and it's Latin. And then um, as soon as he says that, by he, I'm talking about Mr. Tully. Mm-hmm. So he's running around. He cusses out Paul Giamatti's character. He's like, you're you're, you're going to have detention. It's just them. And it's like, he's not taking that serious. So then he does this like really bravado scene. He turns to his teacher. He says that. And basically that's Latin for the dice have been thrown. Mm-hmm. And he runs into the gym that he's not allowed in. Right? You remember that? Yeah. And he screams bloody <clears throat> murder two seconds later. And then it pans to Paul Giamatti's face. And I think that's the one I told you I'd have an Oscar down. Because <laughs> the kid broke his arm, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. right after saying the dice have been like, high as a kite. Not like on drugs, but like yeah. in life. Yeah. And even in that circumstance. So for me, to sum it up, like I, I thought the holdovers is a, it is a warm hug in the winter. Yeah. I, I love it. People are kind of cynical of it. They don't think it goes... Enough in one direction, deep enough. For Oscar season. People are going to talk that way around Oscar season about movies that are maybe a little lighter in tone because it's oftentimes uh, darker, more depressing, more... Um, a lot of times stories with not cookie-cutter endings feel closer to home, so they become elevated. And I mean, and sometimes that's exactly right. Um some of those movies are maybe more impactful and have bigger performances, but it's nice to see a movie like this be even in the conversation, which I did not know this movie was in the conversation. I didn't realize that. I may be a little bit of me as well wishing, but well, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to take home the big stuff. Right. But for it to be amongst the movies talk, talked about is, uh, is a pretty big honor in and of itself. That that's not something you see often with movies like this. Unfortunately, so I mean, you used to see it. You used to see it. That is very true. There you don't. You don't see shift. that. I mean, there These has small been human stories. There has been. We don't get blockbusters talked about in Oscars too much anymore. Uh, we used to get. Believe it or not, we used to get rom coms. That's a great point. Like, there, what I mean, you, to those usually, slice of life usually movies? it's very highbrow, very like. Uh, the one that comes to mind is 1997. Uh, you remember what won big 1997? Titanic. Oh. Titanic won, but you know who got best actor that year? Jack Nicholson got best actor for starring in a... The military drama. No. In a rom-com. Oh, fell, uh, in, uh, um, Angry. As, as good as it gets. That's it. And he just. <laughs> um, you're thinking of Anchor Management, uh, think, yeah. which is another comedy that yeah. went nowhere near the Oscars. But, um, <laughs> but, hey, that, uh, but you know, but, Sandler, but the thing dude, is, is that jumps. they used to do they used to do stuff like that. But mid tier movies haven't existed for a while. I think they're I think they're kind of coming back. I think rom coms are kind of coming back. It's the slice of life you don't. Yeah, really yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, genuinely, you're right. And this is kind of part of that. I mean. Like part of this 
made me think of Dead Poet Society, a lighter, a lighter Dead Poet Society. Me There's too. a little bit of Christmas Carol. In it doesn't there pack the too. punch of Dead Poet. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So I get that. It, it does doesn't. pull its punch. If yeah. you want to compare it to like that, but like I, 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 but that's nice sometimes. It is nice. It is nice because making something, making something dark, just to make something dark, doesn't ever work. And that's not what Dead Poet does, but there are movies that do. Yeah, Dead Poet's just good. You like yeah. Dead Poet Society? I love Dead Poet Society. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I love that Mike Flanagan. You know, he's a, a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and one of my favorite directors of all time, and one of the best doing it right now for horror. And we are horror fiends after all. Um, he his red his a uh, letterbox of this, if I may, and uh, he gave me permission. No, I'm kidding. I'm just reading it. it's public <laughs> public info. Lovely slice of life story from Alexander Payne. Simple, humble, and elegant reminder that everyone we encounter is fighting their own battles and that we rarely know what they are. I found this to be a gentle ode to compassion, very well acted and written and directed with quiet wisdom, highly recommended. Hmm. And I love, I echo that. I'm going to click like on it on Letterboxd. I think that's how that works. Yeah, boom. <laughs> um, this will be rewatched during the Christmas season for me. Yeah, yeah, it will for sure. It's uh, it's awesome. It's got staying power. The holdovers will surprise some people. It's a deeply human story. It's a fun. It's it's just it's just I, I know I just said human, but it really yeah. is. And all our warts, and all our good, all our bad, whatever circumstance, making the most of it. Yeah. And I think Paul Giamatti. It's just one of the better under sold probably performances i've seen yeah it doesn't you could argue it doesn't require a lot of this or a lot of that but the personality and punch he gave uh was just incredible the cinematography was awesome the setting was beautiful i love when they're saw, shot on location oh yeah it just makes all the difference yeah um, absolutely so that's the holdovers uh, yeah. i give it the number two combo two popcorns uh large coke cocaine bone bang what about you i second that cool so that's yeah. the holdovers Rooting for it come Oscar season. Yeah. Um, up next is one that uh, we have lived out in real life. Saltburn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say that I am I crazy to call it a modern retelling of the talented Mr. Ripley. I was about to say uh, if I can kind of go ahead and give you an opinion. Please, about yeah, it. yeah. Start us off. You want to say the premise and all that first? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to do it? Or you you mean, okay. It? Yeah, it's basically. Uh, a student, which is played by Barry Keegan, uh, at Oxford University finds himself drawn into the world of charming and aristocratic classmate who invites him to the eccentric family sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. One of the few of these little tidbits I like, a little log line. And by the way, that that aristocrat is none other than the gorgeous Jacob Elordi. Yeah. That guy, I'm a straight married white male. Yeah. That guy is sharp. Yeah. I'll say sharp. Sharp. I mean, am I lying? Uh, no. Yeah. Listen, uh, yeah, it it's, us, it's the talented Mr. Ripley, just not nearly as good. It is not as good as, as Jude at his height of his game, Matt Damon. But even if... Who's it, the other guy? Remember he comes out of the car? Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't reach um, those levels. I'll be honest. We may disagree on this one. I may like it and you're not. The best part the best part of this movie. Uh oh. <laughs> is it his only hint he's giving me is somewhere you bathe. Uh no. The <laughs> the best part of this movie is 
Rosamund uh, Pike's on the is show. Barry Keoghan. Oh, cool. You uh, well, Jacob? I do. Let me, let me rephrase that. The best part of this movie is the performances. Yeah, 100%. The... Including by the cinematographer, Linus Sandgren. Yeah. I thought the cinematography Yeah, the cinematography is good, and the direction really isn't bad. It's clean. The... Not really risky. So this is this is a sophomore entry for this director. Cinematographer did La La Land, by the way. Yes. I think the lighting yes. was so good. Yeah. Um, and I think this director, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. I got you, brother. Uh, it is Emerald uh, em- Fennell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I call her Emmy. I think she's going to be a director that we always talk about. I think she's, I think... Oh, she did Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman was her first movie. That's right. And I think no matter if you love or hate or whatever about her work, I think she's going to be someone that every time she comes out with a movie, we're going to sit here and talk about it. Almost an auteur. Yeah, I think think she's going to be... I'm not saying she's going to be as good as like your Tarantino's or Scorsese's or anything, but like, I definitely think that she has, she has, she's fearless. Yeah, and what 100%. she what, what she allows word. to do. Great adjective. Um, that can be bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times it's good. Yeah, me too. Uh, I feel like there should have been there someone to say maybe pull back a little bit on a couple mm-hmm. of things, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that this movie was trying to do too much, and with, and without getting into spoiler territory, there are, there are two or three kind of areas that mm-hmm. this movie tries to thematically like, um zero in on mm-hmm. and maybe you disagree i don't know but like there's a like a psychosexual angle 100 percent. there's an obsessive angle mm-hmm. and then there's this weird mystery that's going on mm-hmm. and that's too much i think it's i think it's a lot for the movie you and it's too long and i would have cut out those last 10 minutes i don't want to say what they were but i would have cut those last 10 minutes i think what's funny let you let the mind reveal itself that you hit it yeah. So, I do agree that Saltburn needed more ambiguity. Yeah. Um, I think that it would have benefited if it held its cards closer to its face. Yeah. Because I had it, I'm not bragging, you know, I'm not bragging. I had mm-hmm. it figured out in 30 seconds. Well, yes. 30 seconds. I, I think it's a fairly easy mystery. Yeah, I think it's intentional. Like, I think yeah. that... But well, I don't know if it's intentional, but... I, I hope it's intentional. I'm not surprised that you figured it out. But if it's not intentional, we have a worse movie on our hands. Oh, right, right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. is that That's why you don't need those last 10 minutes. Because people, without exactly. spoiling... Oh, no, 1,000%. The movie is a bit mysterious, and I, I don't even want to hint into what way, but... Well, we kind of did with the talented Mr. Ripple. Well, yeah, I guess we did. Um, it's okay. But the last... <laughs> you've got it figured out, and you have this not ambiguous ambiguous ending but kind of one and then they give you these last 10 minutes that you're just, spoon fed that just it's like oh did you did you get it well if in case you didn't here's the yep. whole map of yep. what happened didn't need it did Bar- not Barry keegan did not did well enough in his performance they could have cut to one image maybe yeah of the aftermath it. of all that and it would have been fine i think he carried it like i don't think it was yeah necessary. i think i think I think up into I think that if you cut out that last ten minutes, I think you could have had a better, like a letter grade better movie, maybe. I think so. I Um, do. I agree with you. We, I mean, Barry Keegan is is a gotta watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's in Banshees of Inisherin. Sacred of Killing Deer. Yeah. Yes. Killing of the Sacred Deer. Yes, he is fantastic. Yeah. Joker in the Batman. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, that's crazy. He uh, he's gonna be one to watch. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely he's definitely he's very committed. Yeah, and when he's I on when he's on screen, he's he's almost disturbing how into it he is. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, his performance and Roseman awesome. Pike always brings it. Roseman Pike may be my perfect, my favorite performance. She's uh, so subtle. Yeah, she always brings it. Yeah, you she's know, good. I don't she's always. Good. She plays characters you don't like very often. I wanted more of her. Yeah, I did too. Especially in the third act, I did too. I mean, I wanted to see more of her. Period. In her career, I mean, ever since Gone Girl. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. In general, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just in general, you want to see just more. She's living of her life, her. comes in, drops a banger, and yeah. gets out. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I think that I'm with you. I think the movie did a couple of, there's a couple of scenes. Now I'm not phased by any of these scenes. Like, you know, you've already heard about them on Twitter. I'll keep it high level. Red wings. It's just red wings. <laughs> um, and I think reason there, being is a vampiric imagery. There's some He's a weird, blood sucker. There's some weird stuff. He's a blood yeah, sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah I like I said, there's a psychosexual There's a bigger scene that I will keep hidden mm-hmm. um, towards the end. It's bigger than that, um, but I that one worked for me. Are you talking about the dirt? Yes, yeah, I was okay with that. I think it's weird though, like because it's a descent into madness. Well, like, I was about to say to it has to so be a bad. complete descent into madness because who would do that? Who would just do that? I mean, I mean, other than college, me, yeah, yeah, you after yeah. a couple of uh, whiskey sours. <laughs> Three daggum whiskey sours. This guy will do anything, boys. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, so for me, I went as a horror fan. I've seen it all. So the wow factor. I just, I just looked at them as scenes, and they were fine. Yeah. I mean, but I enjoyed the movie because I, I really liked the cinematography. And it oh, makes sense. really? You liked it? I did. I, I gave it on Letterbox. I think a three out of five. Oh, okay, that's higher than I thought you'd give. Yeah, it. I gave it a three. Yeah. Um, because I did, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, there's some of it I really liked. Like I liked the first half is the best. And I don't. I like, agree with that. I was ready I mean? for it to. It was a little too long for what it was. Yeah. I think you could have shaved off 20 minutes, maybe, and I think it would have been I a tighter film. I wanted more mystery. I wanted more. Yeah, that's life. where I felt like it was. I was getting lost in the. Okay, we're we supposed to focus on the mystery. We're we supposed to focus on. Barry Keegan's it character, dips his Oliver. Hand in a lot of it, but not well enough. Exactly, exactly. And I'll be again without trying to say anything, and we can talk about it maybe more in depth off. The yeah, pod, Oscar episode. But, um, well, I don't know. If... Well, we'll see. Yeah, I guess. we'll see. But my thing is, I don't understand. I don't understand the motivation. I think I can speak to that a little bit. Okay. Because in my what I took. The motivation I kind of bought in immediately, and this might be there might be this might be a difference in uh, our priority, if you will, in our personalities. I think that he was obsessed with beauty, right? Just objective beauty. Okay. And then he wanted to be in its circle, just near it. Maybe. And then he wanted to be it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, at any cost. And I think he lost his mind to it. Yeah. So I think it it's because his. I'm not going to spoil it. Life was fine. Yeah, but it, it was wasn't fine. Saltburn Estate. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the title card. Yeah. The title card they spent like a month drawing. Every bit right. of it was uh, handcrafted, right. stop motion, because yeah. they wanted to show you the pain and beauty. Yeah, and I think that it's just he, talented Mr. Ripley does it better. But yeah, I understood I, that. Look at Jude Law in that movie. Yeah, he's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. He's in Italy. He's got the Danes. So, he's got the boat. 
Three out of, you give it three out of five. I give it three out of five. I've seen this before. I'd probably give it a two, maybe two point five. Yeah, I mean, I was almost there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, if I reevaluate it in a second one, I'd yeah. probably go to two five. I, I mean, I could always see it differently. I, I think just with my one approach to it, that's where I land. And it gets more. I just needed more mystery. Hand, I think so too. It hand fed it from the beginning, and then it really does it in the last yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. So salt burn. There yeah, you go. There you go. Now. I don't know where it finds its way into the Oscars. Barry. It would Barry be Keegan. Barry. If it, if it gets Barry. anywhere, it gets it's him. It's Barry. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's uh He's kind of an it man right now. He is. He's him. He is. And he was and he we're was gonna, marvelous. I think we're gonna see a lot more of him. There's a rich person trend now too that this movie gave us. It's his the dance number. Oh, hundred percent. People that are really wealthy 100%. are doing it on TikTok, like through their mansions. Oh, really? They're doing it clothed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> uh, good, depending on you know which one you're watching. Um, <laughs> but and you know, shower. Yeah, he's a shower. Yeah, I. We'll see. <laughs> what does so, that mean? That's salt burn. You know, we had to cover it. So let's get into right into May December. Let's do it on Netflix. Uh, correct. Yeah, Netflix. Salt burn. Salt burn also Netflix. I can't remember. That's fine. It's a uh, prime. Prime. Yeah. yeah, it's prime. Uh, May December. Yeah, start so, us off, brother. You, um, you got the premise. Do you want me to read it? You can read it if you want. Okay, and then I'll just throw you the mic. Okay. Uh, let me let me do the the little bit deeper for one. So this one's on um, again on Netflix. We're gonna go spoiler free review of May December and Oscar prep. Again, this is my predicted snub, and I'm pretty sure I'm mm-hmm. echoing some opinions on film Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Middle-aged Gracie lives a happy, well-settled life with her husband. Some years ago, she was involved in an unsavory scandal, but for her, it's all in the past. Movie actress Elizabeth is on a visit to the home, and she is on a mission. This visit is part of her preparation to play the role of Gracie in a movie being made. As she goes about talking to the family members, Gracie wonders whether Elizabeth will uncover some secrets from her past and some skeletons revealed. Boy, are there skeletons. So I think it's okay to say what the... Scandal yes, is. It's in the that's Because right, it's right in there. Um, so Gracie... Directed by Todd Haynes. Uh, Gracie, that's Julianne Moore, right? That's her, yes. that's her name. Gracie... Who's amazing. She's great. Oscars. Uh, so Gracie is a woman who, when she was 34, had a affair with a 15-year-old boy. Did you know this is a true story? Yes. I, I Actually, I didn't. While we were watching it, uh, Lacey said, I bet this is based on, and then she told me the whole thing. Did you know I was the boy? Were you the boy? Wow. My grandmother was a woman, so that's interesting. That's... Hello, brother. <laughs> or, mm, not how that works. Um, husband. But, uh, but yeah, so this is a real... Uh, based. Uh, this part is based, you know, loosely on a real situation where uh, Gracie has an affair, she gets sent to prison, has... With a seventh grader. Yeah, a seventh grader. Has, gives... Okay, so I guess he was younger than 15. He's 13. 13, okay. He's 13. So she goes to prison with child, has baby in prison. In jail. Gets out of prison, Dago marries the guy. Marries. Marries the guy. Uh, she's 34, He's thir- he was 13 when they started the affair, so I don't know how long she's in prison, but... So 41 and 20, probably. Yeah, and uh, and so now they're making a movie about the whole scandal, and Natalie Portman's character, what's her name, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. um, is going to go shadow 
She's so good in these like horror psycho dramas. I like Black Swan. I love uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, she's good. I'd watch her read the phone book. Um, I don't have first that appeal like, like people doing a physical way. Though. Yeah, huge wow. movie crush for me. Um, I don't have that at all. Too small. Well, today I feel that way. Yes, but yeah. when I was, you know, no, yeah, when I was this, when, when you know Star Wars was coming out, Padme mm, Amidala. Okay, I'm a dead gum. That's what you were thinking. Not me again. I need a bigger woman. Absolutely. I, I mean, well, my wife's not a bigger woman. I know, mean, I, I substantial. I feel that way now. Really? Yeah. Nice. But as a kid, I was. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Was uh, was it? But I, but she's a phenomenal act- actress. She's a phenomenal. She's incredible. so great. She's incredible. Um, incredible. Yeah. One of the uh, best. And actually, Black Swan was one of the first movies I saw in my life. Really? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's great. I and love yeah. She's that movie. she's really great. Uh, she's also one of these that can just dip in and out. She'll Harvard come, graduate. She'll come, yeah. She'll come do uh, a vibes. movie and she'll peace out for a while. Come back and Dude, do a movie. That's exactly how I'd play but, it. But yeah, I mean, but she gets to pick what she wants to do. Exactly, and she's right. great in this. Uh, her and Julian Moore. Dude, Julian Moore. Their, their chemistry. I always think of her in Boogie Nights, but like she's. So oh yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think of her as um, uh, in Hannibal. Okay. Yeah. You know, Hannibal and uh, Lost oh, World Jurassic Park. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She plays the second. Uh, uh, we would, hey, we would be lucky to all age. Like Julianne Moore. Moore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Natalie Portman, much, too. Yeah. I'd say Julianne Moore for me is much more appealing as a yeah. talented wise. Oh, yeah. 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 They're, they're, um, yeah, so there's this tension of her of of Elizabeth coming hey, there's to some girl bossing in this movie. Oh yeah, maybe too much if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so great about this is that there's not that many good people in this movie. Yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you would think going into this that you would be uh, maybe on Natalie Portman's side because. She's she's going to get into the heart of this very scandalous person who did some bad things. I mean, yeah. she slept with a thirteen year old. Yeah, dude, and, yeah when uh, you say it like that, yeah, and and this, this and movie, you do. Like, I think you do still only because she's not a pedophile. <laughs> you yeah. kind of leave Natalie Portman, but she's a very. Uh, what about the line you need to get home? She's talking to the director. Oh yeah. She says, kids, they're, they're trying to cast. Yeah. Those kids aren't sexy enough. They don't have that quiet confidence. There is that, something. You there, need to th- come home. There is something about Elizabeth, Natalie Portman's character, that is not altogether okay. A hundred percent. And she is. And this I is really. Salt burn vibe. I really want to mention the ending, but I, I won't. But. Unless. I will say this. Let okay. me say this. It's so funny to me in an ironic sense that they go through so much that she goes through so much to get into this role to have kind of a womp womp situation happen for her at the end. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like that last scene. I think it's funny is that she's not, I think the film again, spoiler free gives us enough to know she's not like at the top of her game. No, she plays on a TV show. Correct. And I think she's not even proud of that. She's not even proud of. And it makes you feel like it's probably not a very prestigious show. And she's trying to, she's really trying to break out and to be a, a household name. She wants to be a big actor. She needs that one role. She is looking, she's looking for that tiger at the masters. Right, Peyton Manning over the Bears, twenty nine seventeen in the Super Bowl. That one standout performance, hundred percent. 
And and then you have uh, you're about I, to stop I, me from going too deep in the sports. Games. <laughs> no, 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 on your face. No, no, I, I I get it. Like she's definitely you're looking for that. Uh, she's looking for a Cinderella story. You know, like she's yeah. look she's looking this to is like a messed up Cinderella. Right? No, it, it is. It is. Did you ever notice in the lighting and stuff too? Like, I I felt like this. It was like looking through a window in the summertime when the sun's facing mm. you. Like some oh. of the lighting was surreal. Not like to the point of lynchian david lynchian mm-hmm. you know but like like some of it felt like this reality was a dream and i think that's on purpose that or i'm giving them a heck of a well, lot of credit well no i get what you're saying they're divorced from reality right that's right right realize. right they are in their own bubble correct they are they are so in their own bubble that when especially her especially gracie yeah when she is she cannot see the outside world looking Looking at her with knives out, she doesn't understand why those knives are there. Or the bag of doo-doo we get in the first five minutes of the film. Oh, yeah. I mean, she she has compartmentalized this as... I mean, she you hear it several times like, oh, he had sex with more people than I had had. And uh, he was the one that seduced me. And like a she lot of... She is talking about a 13-year-old right. boy when she was 36. She, she has found this narcissistic hyper anxious uh um she has a place in her mind where she has where she has made this okay and then on the flip side you have her husband so an interesting point how good is charles melton charles melton is amazing and he's undersold because he's up against these two like huge actors agreed but beat for beat man this guy holds his own she's yeah he's he's great and he plays his character Show you is now the same age Elizabeth was. I'm sorry, Gracie was in the pet shop when she seduced, like when she had sex with him for the first time. Coincidentally, Natalie Portman's character is also 34. Um, Mm. which she's playing 34, she's older than that, but she passes for 34. And she, um, and so you have these two characters that are the same age as, as Julian Moore was. And uh, it's so interesting. I think they did it on purpose because Nellie Portman is her character is very worldly and very like I know how things work. I know how the I know how I know how relationships work. I know how sex works. I know how the the entertainment industry works. And then you have him. uh, I'm blanking on his character name. Joe. Joe. Uh, He. Is not a grown up. He is mentally stunted, dude. The he's arrested this, development. He's on the same. That's a good. That's a good phrase here. It gives us some of the best scenes it's, in the movie, though. He is on the same plane as like his eighteen year old son. That that scene with him on the roof. My favorite. scene. It in looked the movie. like just two buddies. I literally, if I may, tell the people this scene because it's yeah. not a spoiler. I had a tear in my eye. So oh. Because, dude, it hit, yeah. it hit me on this, this weird level. So there's a scene where, because think about it, this boy, this man, see, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. in this world in Savannah, Georgia, you get lost there on Tybee Island. Yeah. It's beautiful, but it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's just the matte background painting of this movie. And yeah. I read that somewhere, I can't remember, or something similar. And I, I agreed with it. I echo that. And um, I'll find out where. But he's on the roof with his son. His son's back uh, from college. Right. No, he's about to go to college. He's about to go. They're, he's graduating, they're, they're high graduating high school. Yeah. Yes. And him and his twin sister. They're on the roof and he's sitting and, and it already looks kind of uncanny. 
Yeah. Because right. one, he's really handsome and he looks young. Right. Yeah. But he's only 36 yeah. and his son's graduating high school. Yeah. So, and that can, you know, that does happen. But like, anyways. Um, yeah, when you're 13. Yeah. Well, because technically 18 plus two times two is 36. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. He had, he had that one. His son is when, not the first. Right, right, right. So, right. A, lot of, a lot of dynamics here. It's really, really interesting. A lot of, a lot of threads to follow. And it, they weave it perfectly. It's awesome. Yeah. But they're sitting there and his son pulls out a joint. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he, you know, he asks, cause he asked the dad, he goes, how long are you going to be out here, dad? And he's like, whatever. And so he pulls it out and dad goes, go ahead. Mm-hmm. He passes it first, takes a hit of the joint. Yeah. But he says, I've yeah. never smoked before. Never smoked before. Cause he, he really lost his childhood at 13. Correct. And that scene almost feels like the son is the big Correct. brother. Cause he says, and then he, he takes a hit of the joint. Yeah. And he starts crying. Because it's his first time with weed. Yeah. It's his first time high. Yeah. Doesn't know how to handle it. 36. And he starts crying to his son, leaves his head in his son's chest, and said, I'm so sorry. I don't know if you're having like a bad memory you're going to remember or if we're bonding. Yeah. He was clueless. That's, isn't that wild? And the son consoled him. I actually he stopped to think. Because, you know, I, you, you, my daughter is, uh, all, is almost eight months old. And... Shout out, what? Uh, and and you have a newborn, brother. and then, <laughs> and uh, and so I mean our kids are young, correct? You know they're very young. Uh, Mr. Patek, they're not. He's older, but they, yeah. uh, but they're not going to. They're not going to remember this, yeah. these years. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, no, I mean like I don't remember. Like, my wife has a great memory, yeah. childhood memory. Yeah, I do not, too. I, I do not. too. But I, you know, you're not going to remember two years old. No. Um, but I immediately thought about. Oh wow, I never even thought about that aspect. Just missed out. She robbed him of his childhood. Yeah. Of his life. Oh, yeah. But because of whatever you want to call it, grooming. Yeah. He thinks they're in love. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's not until him having a conversation in this movie that he starts thinking, maybe. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. We're we're kind of getting into spoiler territory, but. But there's a lot. When I first watched it. Go watch this movie, then continue. I'm not sure how I felt about it. But the more I think about it, more I talk about it, there's a lot going on here that I, I really do appreciate. Dude, how good's the score? The score is great. The score adds the it's, comedic element yeah. to me. Yeah, it yeah, It makes yeah, it like yeah, Datelines, yeah, yeah. the old broad on 60 yeah. seconds, 60 well, minutes. Well, I think that's purposeful because I think, I think the characters living it are taking this in a much more dramatic way than maybe people view it. Dude, what about when Natalie Portman's character, Elizabeth, tells him, she says, your story, he said, story. He said, "This is my life story." Yeah, dude. Yeah, that. I mean, there are real victims to these stories. Outsiders looking in do not view this as dramatic as the people. No, because if you're a dude, you're like, I mean, yeah, brother. This same story, this real life story about the woman who sleeps with the younger boy. Yeah. Um, there's a comedy made after that. Came out in 2012. It's that's my boy. Okay. With uh, Adam, Andy Samberg, and Adam Sandler. Um. Dang. Adam Sandler plays the guy who sleeps with his teacher or something. Hey, guys being dudes. Guys being guys dudes. Guys being dudes. And so he so she goes to prison and he gets custody of Andy Sandberg as a baby when he's born. He he's a thirteen year old or whatever, so he names him Han Solo. Great. Now, I don't and see then the so problem. the whole movie is Andy Sandberg is kind of ashamed of his weirdo dad and he's getting married and this whole thing it's not a good movie it's, it's actually terrible yeah uh, but um, sounds great but yeah but the thing is is that like 
I mean, if that happened today, it would just be memes all day. It'd just be funny videos about. There's real victims in these. But there's stories, real victims in them, which is why I don't and enjoy true crime. And it's way. not just. It's not just the guy. It's also the kids. Yeah, great point. It's the kids. Charles Melton. I'm telling you, I think his performance deserves a rewatch because yeah. there are there are aspects of it where he shows this again to use it ad nauseum, this arrested development. Yeah. Where what can we really see it in a moment of passion? I don't want to spoil. We really see it. That was that was his afterwards, his performance there was that one that one scene alone. He's a teenage boy. Yeah. And I think she realized that. Yeah. In that felt bad for her in other ways than that. But (laughs) God needs a hot tub. Um but I wanna quote this. Good night. Um, that's not part of the quote. And I want to attribute it uh, to where it deserves. It's a review by uh, Sheila O'Malley on May, December. She writes for uh, RogerDeber.com. I love reading their little summaries and reviews. They're good. Ooh. They're good. They're real quick snippets. I always enjoy them. Sheila's are great. Um, she's graduated their master's from the University of Rhode Island. So the MFA there, I'm sitting there giving. Hey, Sheila, you know what? We got her. We got her. We got her. And subscribe, please. Yeah, please. After we gas you up like this. Yeah. But there's a piece of her review I wanted to uh, echo. She said, and I put, I, I want to quote this at the end, the aforementioned score, uh, because that's what stood out to me in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was so out of place, mm-hmm. but it made it like a story mm-hmm. and not real. Yeah. And just like the lighting, just like I was telling you, looking through a summer window, um, and, and Savannah's beautiful, by the way. Yeah. But the aforementioned score, the melodramatic to the point of hysteria, is Marcelo Zarvo's adapt- adaptation of Michael Longren's score for Joseph Losey's 1971 film, The Go-Between, where a breezy, beautiful Julie Christie befriends a lonely schoolboy, using him to become her secret lover. And it's another film about a May-December friendship, quote-unquote, with long-lasting uh, consequences. So the cinematographer was Christopher Blavlet, and he's a frequent collaborator with Kelly Reinshardt in the film Savannah, and she kind of captured what I was trying to say in this soft light. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and I had this thought prior to reading this, where it's not a real place with real texture and surfaces. The light's bright, but it's not warm. The scenery's beautiful, but the beauty is somehow irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And I think that another cool imagery I was watching YouTube video is, you know how uh, Joe keeps the uh, butterflies, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they're low in population, the monarchs. Yeah. And um, there's other imagery we get, and I don't remember when, is snakes. And the snake mm, and butterfly in the, thing. In the pet shop. That's it. That's yeah. it. And that's great. because Which is great because that's where this happened. The Think about a butterfly. The evolution. Yeah. That's his life. Oh, yeah. From cocoon Absolutely. to the maturation. Absolutely. And the snake, the most common prey of a snake, of a blanket snake. So you could take all of them. The amalgamation mm. is, mm. A, is a butterfly. Interesting. Apparently. Probably caterpillar too. I don't understand. Yeah. There's a lot of small snakes. Yeah. And... This is a very intentional film. I want to get the director's name right because um, they did uh, they did uh, what's the other? It's Todd Haynes. Okay, mm, no, um, and we already discussed him. Natalie, Port- we, we we already discussed him. But the intentionality of this film, I actually, the more I look in, I guess, and re- mm-hmm. recollect on watching May December. I actually watched it today. Oh, so it's nice. fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I finished it today. Yeah. When you have a baby, you actually right. you have to. One of the worst ass, you have to split them up. I hate having I to split up a movie, but up. sometimes it happens. We, we watched, to. 
I can't remember what movie it was, but it took us four nights to finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, what? I mean, sometimes it happens that way. It happens a lot right now. Oh, she, yeah. She's, I mean, she's she's brand new. Right. Right. And um, I loved it. Yeah, I did Genuinely. too. Genuinely. I did too. Way, I liked it way more than Saltburn. Oh, and by I even far. Liked Saltburn. I mean, this movie's up there. Like, I, I hope, again, there's Grace speaking of me. Love you, Jenny. But there's a great reason to believe that this is a potential snub. Yeah. Uh, I loved May December. I did too. Really? I did too. I really did. You should leave her there? Yeah. Godzilla minus one. Minus one. All right. We're going to get into Godzilla minus one. Before we do, before I read the synopsis, if you need it, uh, <laughs> one, I love post, like Kurosawa, I love post war Japanese cinema. Mm hmm. Because yeah. you're getting a look through the window in one of the most extreme human conditions one can be in. Yeah. After a one-of event that has never happened again, and Lord willing, won't. Yeah. And it's just the art that comes well, from the soul during that is fascinating that, to me. That brings me into the title. Because you asked me at the top of the pod yes. what the title meant. Lay it on us, brother. Um, Directed by Takashi Yamazaki. It is, uh, it's supposed to be symbolic of japan being at its lowest point and then just getting lower wow because okay that's unbelievable so so, i mean i have to give credit where credit's due um i my cousin timothy shout timothy uh there is not a person on this planet that i know personally or even heard of yeah that is a bigger godzilla fan Dude, it's got its die hard. I have never, yes. I have, uh, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for him, I would have blown right past this. Really? Uh, Yeah. I have not seen every Godzilla movie out there. I think I've seen the ones that people talk about the most for bad or good. I've seen the original, thanks to him. Remember what the 2004 one, size does matter? Uh, Yeah. Wait, the two thousand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The two thousand four, two or four. I can't remember because I remember the poster. You were talking about the photo. one with uh, uh, Matthew Broderick. I think so. I think that was like two thousand. Is it okay? Yeah, continue. Don't so. let me get you off. But no, anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, <again>. yikes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But he, um, yeah, I would, I would know next to nothing about Godzilla if it wasn't for him. And he's actually he's my a- cousin Brandon is that for me. He, he's actually yeah. written like. That was not scholarly papers about this. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About about Godzilla. Does he Zero. love Shin Godzilla? I heard people like that. Um, actually, he actually took me to see that, and I, I think I think Timothy is like, like maybe me with like Batman or something. I mean, he he's the same way with Batman actually. But you enjoy Batman. Period. Like I enjoy Batman. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he enjoys Godzilla. Period. He doesn't recognize that some movies are not great and some are a lot better, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually saw this with him, um, and it was his second viewing. And uh, I mean, this movie just kind of because okay. So b- before I jump into that, obviously, and this movie tells you, but if you didn't know prior to, Godzilla is a metaphor for the A bomb. Mm-hmm. Um. Best atomic and, blast depiction. And, and this is this is why I think Americans shouldn't make Godzilla movies. Because there's not that 
heart and conviction there. It's a great point. It's just about making a monster movie where cool things happen. Mm-hmm. I think the I, you know, the 2014 Godzilla uh, was was fine, and the subsequent ones have been okay, but uh, after watching this movie, I can't even go back to some of those American versions because. I mean, it's just, this movie... We somehow got post-war Japanese cinema in 2023. This movie is... And it looks like it was made in the 40s. It does. In a good way. In a great way. In a great way. Yeah. It's It's... Visceral and tangible this, in the effects. So, it's perfect. Because not only do you have... You have a Godzilla in this movie. Because sometimes you have Godzilla where you're kind of on his side. Godzilla, though. His He's Godzilla mean. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's nasty. He's so frightening, and you want him dead. Yeah, you he's terrifying. want him so dead. I mean, there's and one. He wants you dead. There's one moment in the film where he he run in the foxhole. He roars, and you see his eye. Like you just get on. You see his eyes straight on. I love the eyes. It is terrifying. Dude, how good was this, it when he would do the atomic blast, and the director took the sound oh out of the speakers. Gosh, so you could hear yourself breathe, and then bang. I chills this may be a weird thing but i think this is the best movie i saw in 2020 dude that's awesome i really, really? Do. i really do i cr- i was crying in the third act. i need to rewatch it i was crying in the third act it was so, so good. I, it was not, so good. I, I refuse to go spoiler area here because i really people please, yeah go please watch go godzilla minus one they're they're potentially re-releasing it all in black and white whoa i'm in because he almost did it that way I'm originally in. he yeah. almost did it but there's one thing I want to say. Uh, in epic poems and a lot of medieval literature and stuff, oftentimes the writer would give you three planes. Planes, uh, P-L-A-N-E-S? Uh, uh, what? What did you say? What kind of... What, define plane. Oh, pl- I'm sorry. Not, not like airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Surfaces. Um, yeah. He would, give you, he would give you a top, middle, bottom... And they would, <laughs> he would, and it would awful, oftentimes signify heaven, earth, hell, or cool. heaven, purgatory, hell, or whatever. Gotcha. And like I want to explain it because you can put it together yourself. They do that in this movie. That's interesting. And we'll talk about it once we. I can. The, I know and maybe we'll go going. back and do a spo- spoiler. They do that in this movie. They almost do it in the first, second, third act. Yeah, they do. Crazy. They do. Brilliant. Yes, yes they do. Brilliant. It's it's it goes. So good. I think if you're thinking the same way as I am, it's going earth, hell, heaven. Is that how you look at? Yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and yeah. it's and it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's wonderful. It's. I don't care if you have no interest in Godzilla as a creature, as a monster story, as a metaphor for the A bomb, or care anything about World War Two or Japanese culture. This movie is just a humanity story. It's about, it's just about humanity. And that is such a Kurosawian, like, that's, again, that's why, like, Graveyard of Fireflies, the Mizaki movie, mm-hmm. right? Studio Ghibli. Like, mm-hmm. One of the first post war Japanese movies, and it, it happened in the 90s, but it, it was covering that like this, where it's, you can't imagine what they're going through. No. Right? No, can't imagine. There's only, it's only the world ender has only been dropped twice mm-hmm. 
and we're on the giving it's, end. It's really easy, especially for Americans, to see it as a America and the allies versus right. the axis. But, but, but those are governments and leaders. Yeah. And when you see the individual. Yeah. I mean. War is hell. You give, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, then you know what some of the, like the Japanese soldiers, what they were doing. Yeah. What they were forced into doing. Yeah. And you remember like how vile. Oh, yeah. Vile. Like puts the Nazis in elementary school. Oh, in yeah. In some ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was and awful. Then, and like, I'm, I'm not here to expand upon the opinions of yeah. Hiroshima yeah. and uh, Nagasaki. Yeah. But I do like Japanese directors. I do too. And hearing them and yeah. their perspective because yeah. I can't put myself there. I just can't. No. No. And, and, and art really tells the And soul. I think it's so interesting that in the 50s, as a response, I mean, someone could have made a movie just talking about this. Yeah. But there's so much emotion there. They just put a, they just put a monster. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it's crazy because Why does it like, work so well? Yeah. I, I, like so well. I, I, I can only imagine because it's on some level, there was this the same kind of horrific fear. Yeah. And, and chaos too. And like that's and chaos. after the bomb. So yeah. think about after the bomb, the cancer. The oh, things yeah. of that nature, the rebuilding, the coming together, the loss of life, like 100%. two major metropolitan areas, right? Like a war that to end the world, yeah, right? And the after effect, and that's yeah. like embodied in Godzilla. Oh yeah, and this might—I think it's the best Godzilla movie I've ever seen. So I was going to say, my my cousin who is such a Godzilla fan, yeah, I mean yeah, a purist, yeah. a purist. Yeah, what are I mean, thoughts? he has the Criterion Collection for cool, yeah, for the Godzilla films, <laughs> and awesome. he's. Uh, He's, you know, I, I, I'm mentioning him so much because I, I literally don't know another person who who cares like he does. And I think it's beautiful. And watching this movie, I completely understood it. When we got out of the theater and I said, I think for me, this is the best Godzilla movie that I've ever seen. And he said, me too. Whoa, really? So better than 1954? I think I think it's for him, it's probably right up there. Yeah. Now, there's probably a lot of nostalgia for That's him, so that, cool. that you know, that first movie hangs so high, uh, and it's a good movie. I yeah. mean, I think that would be the next on the list. But I think this movie, this movie, connected me so well with the characters and the plight, um, and just the whole the whole time period. I mean, I think it's important for these movies really to take place in that time period, dude. It's yeah, because like it's it loses the- some it loses some secret sauce there if you just put them in a i mean what was that one with uh yeah, millie bobby like brown hitting unless testing that was weird nukes in the pacific yeah the bikini at yeah and like yeah. how that must have felt as a country that just got decimated oh my gosh you know what i mean yeah. like you could even argue and some of probably their own citizens probably like understood the why yeah but then you're living in the hell yeah. after. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like hundred oh, percent. I, I um I think this movie is beautiful and I think I'm with you. I dude. think if you have the, the opportunity, was I think pristine. watch it immediately. If there's ever a if there's ever a way for you to watch it in the theater, uh watch in it in there. the theater. Get it's worth seeing in the theater. It's meant to see in the theater. Yeah, get in there. Um if not, watch it on the biggest TV with the best sound system you got, because it is a it is a it is a beautiful, beautiful movie. 
It's Godzilla. And it's I would give it, I mean, I would give it five out of five. Um, You know, okay, I need to, here's what I need to do. I'm going to be honest with you, is I need to rewatch it right. uh, alone. Gotcha. Okay. Because I watched it with, and I love him to death. I watched it with Stir. Mm-hmm. First time I've seen him since the birth of my daughter. Yeah. Had the theaters, you know, we goof off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to absorb the movie as it deserves. Yeah. And so I, I did on Letterboxd give it a three and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. But even as my fat thumb was going over, like I knew I wanted to click four, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted it to be authentic. Yeah. So I want to watch it again. Yeah. But, and it's hard right now I'm talking because I hear my daughter screaming, right? Yeah. So I apologize if I feel like if I'm I'm having gaps in my sentences and stuff. And this is every night. And that's why I stay up till 2 a.m. with her. And that's why we do what we do. And last couple of days my wife's been doing it. So like it's, yeah. you know, uh, I say all this a little, a little spaced, but I want to rewatch it. I'm not one of those people that can go through the history of the Showa era, the Heisel era. And I'm reading that off there, the Millennium era. And no, like, I'm not that. I, I think that Godzilla, they're, anytime they're on, I watch them. Yeah, I probably know them more when they were legendary pictures, 2014 and on. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't gone bad. I love Mothra. I remember always liking it. Yeah, yeah. 64 when we got it. But like Ghidorah, like I know I know them because my cousin loves them, but like I don't know them like Timothy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that any, I don't know anybody who does. Yeah, maybe not. Like, right. Timothy, yeah, but, you have to go to the Reddit but, probably. Uh, but I think, I this think. This was an excellent film. Yeah, it was great. It was so it good. It was great, yeah. Genuinely. It, like it's. It's always a tricky dance with Godzilla movies focusing too much on the people because Godzilla is what's interesting. Right. But this one, this movie somehow turned that on its head and yeah. you like thank it for the, it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Genuinely. Like, well, they take all this, they take all the, the melodrama science fiction aspect of it and just yeah. give us a, a a dark fantasy movie yeah because you're dropped in and he's there already he's there that's the reality we don't need a bunch of scientists in a room explaining no, to us new, why new. why it's here we don't need a we don't need a, a whole navy trying to you know no quite opposite you get this depiction yeah, it's just, it's of a small, kamikaze yeah. you have to understand japanese culture and one of the things in takashi yakimanaki does a great job of it Nihama Hambe, Ryunosuke Kamiki, and Sakua Endo, all the performances are great. But one of the things, I remember hearing the uh, high chancellor, whatever they called him in World War II's, um, the radio broadcast, he'd played a kamikaze. I've listened to it. Mm-hmm. And it's will give you chills. And one of the things you have to understand about a high-context culture, which I learned in business of the Japanese are, and we're not. It's different, right? We're getting it in writing. Yeah. Their reputation is everything. Yeah. Your legacy is everything. Yeah. Who you are. So for him, our, our protagonist in the beginning, and I'm always nervous to even have a protagonist in a Godzilla movie because yeah. I think it's Godzilla. This yeah. is, this one's different. Yeah. Um, it's to, and you get this in the previews, to to fail as a kamikaze <laughs> was worse than coming home. Oh, 100%. Or, or pardon me, coming home as a failure was worse than dying. Than yeah. dying. yeah, you're not supposed to come home. And they believed it. Yeah. I mean, to their bones. Yeah. And you have this guy, and by a, that's what I think is really cool, by a Japanese director, kind of rebuke that. Yeah. And that's, you You couldn't have got this movie in actual post-war. Oh, no. Does that make no. sense? I mean, yeah. you, you like, you got Rashomon, Seven Samurais of Akira like I said, but like, you couldn't have, that is a, a revolutionary depiction. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, and to it, make a to make a Godzilla movie with a protagonist as a kamikaze pilot and the whole story is about living. That's wild. Dude. Yeah, just saying that, I need to go on Letterboxd right now and change yeah. my thing. Yeah. Well, you know, give it another watch. No, I am. Want, I know it's excellent. Because anytime yeah, I'd look away, we weren't being goofy or he's pulling his butthole so, out and farting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, wow, what a, it's an excellent. <laughs> hey. Whoa. <laughs> um, excellent movie. Yeah. Godzilla minus one hit. Yeah. Um, again, my favorite Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not By someone far. that I watch them, yeah. you know, but like, this was like King Kong's gonna get rocked if he has to fight this. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a three minute, fight, yeah. three second fight. I've always thought that too. Yeah, I mean, I've always, is, I've always said Godzilla. Me too. Me too. Them, me too. The mythos is fun, like Skull yeah, Island. It is fun. It's fun. but this Godzilla. Yeah, he's mean. no. He's nasty. this guy. This Godzilla at prime. He looks like young too. Doesn't he have like? Yeah, a young yeah, feel yeah. I mean, in the beginning, he he's definitely like he has not hit that final form yeah. yet. But I mean, when you, I mean. Later though, when he's bigger <laughs> and like when the atomic blast and the the plates on his back yeah. are like he's so cool. Oh, it's like it's like cocking a gun. Hey, emphasis yeah. on a grade, right? And uh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I love post war Japan cinema in general, and to get that in twenty twenty three in the form of a Godzilla movie that's an amalgamation of like all the atomic bomb. Things you've heard and, and contemplated, and to see yeah. it through the eyes of Takashi Yamazaki, excellent movie. Yeah. I hope it surprises at the Oscars. It is oh, now love it. in the best picture consideration. I'd love it. I'd Never love have that. we seen a creature feature, so a Godzilla movie, do that. I love that. Chizu so or whatever they're called. I would be so happy. Yeah, I mean, this, go watch it, people. Yeah, go. It, it is. It has the epic feel of an Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and which I do think I'll go on record. I think Oppenheimer takes best picture. It probably will. And I'm sure in the betting world, that'd be like minus 140. Like yeah. minus, like that's, it's the favorite. Yeah, it, it is. But you, as an as a fan of you got to root for the underdog. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's our Oscar preview. We covered the holdovers. Nice little Christmas, soon to be classic. Mm-hmm. Salt burn, Rob's favorite. Um, <laughs> May, December, and Godzilla minus one. We hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with us. Please leave us. It just helps. The reason I even ask, I don't even like asking ad nauseum, is it really helps the podcast get seen if we get a five-star review and a little comment. Yeah. Like, that's, it's uncomfortable asking, but we love you guys. And if you loved it, that's all we ask. That's our small ask. Take the time to do that. We greatly appreciate it. One of these days, we'll probably pick a random one and send some movie memorabilia to that I still have from working in the industry. Why not? Why not? You know? And we were amped to start 2024, new year, and new you. Okay, I'm going to get even fatter after my wounds resolution. Um, so I'm turning on his head. It's usually like lose weight. Now I'm saying, I'm going to gain weight. Yeah. Yeah, it turns some heads when I fat. say that. Let's go fat. Let's go fat. Let's, Let's go, go big. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to cover more. We're going to cover Killers of the Flower Moon next. Yeah. And some other awesome movies that you're going to see in the Oscars. And hopefully we can get deep. So if you want to like really know them and kind of go into them a little bit of understanding you know, your friends are asking about it you can kind of have some opinions listen to us yeah we're trying we're we love it we're obsessed so our obsession is your benefit um movies are magic so we love you guys god bless we hope you enjoyed hanging out um and yeah we watch way more movie news got ken you got rob see you next week boys and girls and godzilla i'm what and godzilla oh i love you okay 
Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Here's Johnny. Can I help you? Yes, my name is Bond. James Bond. Make your lives extraordinary. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk with you. Welcome to I Watch More Movies Than You. And please take that as a challenge. What else on earth can you spend 10 bucks and then leave the planet for two hours? Only movies. Come join us as we experience, explore, and journey through the greatest art form in history. And here we go. Going.